You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Well, Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into the Friday. It's Friday. Friday. Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904, as always, is the phone number if you want to get in on the show with us this morning. Uh, the Twitter account's at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson. Go give us a follow there at Wimp Sanderson 1. Right now, go hit the follow button. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take us with you any where you go. Uh, Joe Gaither with us this morning. All the interns, we don't get any interns in here. Nobody wants to wake up uh, this early, so uh, they're all gone home for criminal anyway, but Joe Gaither is behind the glass, and we'll take your phone calls, and we may even ask Joe's opinion uh, every once in a while. Often wrong, but never in doubt. Uh, so we might get him to jump in with us from time to time. It's that time of year, guys. Um, it's a lot of people take a lot of time off, Joe, during the Christmas holidays. And dad, the wives normally have a honeydew list. And the honeydew list is growing and the projects are adding up. The time is right to build that new fence, deck, pergola you've been dreaming about, and there's no better product to build it than with pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. Yellowwood offers proven protection from rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks, so when you know the project will last for years to come, head down to your local dealer, and remember... If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Now, it's supposed to be a little bit chilly during the Christmas time. So, Dad, when you're building that five-star backyard back there, make sure you put your coat on and uh, tell Jimmy you need some free wood. Good morning, Howard. If I had a yard back there, I would. Yeah, you ain't got no yard. Yellow wood's the best. You ain't got no yard. Not much. I don't need no yard. No. Okay, folks, uh, here it is. I'm going to save the best for last on this one because it's a little bit ridiculous. No, it's not anything bad. It's just ridiculous to me. Uh, Drew Brees is going to help. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Help. I know what you're going to say is ridiculous. Drew Brees, Drew Brees is going to help Purdue in football. I think that's great. They're all excited about that because your new coach at Purdue is a defensive genius and a guy that everybody liked uh, from uh, Illinois. Um. Chip Lindsey, who, you know, he got let out of Troy, but he's a good, he's a good football coach. He's going to North Carolina as offensive coordinator. And Bobby Petrino is going to UNLV uh, to help help there uh, with a new coach there who came in there from Arkansas. Um, basketball schedule is going to be 11 teams play on Saturday. Alabama entertains or didn't entertain, but it plays Gonzaga at 12 o'clock on CBS and here in Birmingham. Uh, those two games are really good. I'm not going to name all of them. Tennessee's at Arizona. That'll be a hard, hard game for Tennessee. Arizona's good. And UCLA is at Kentucky. I have no idea. Of course, Alabama will try to do everything they can to, to defend Drew Timmy. He was supposed to be a hot shot, but he is a hot shot postman. But we'll, we'll see.
see what happens there. Um, I think that's all. Okay. Um, yesterday, uh, whoever, somebody, whatever, uh, named Charlie Baker, the governor of Massachusetts, as the new head of NCAA. Uh, Charlie uh, played basketball at Harvard. Hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you, you don't get, ever need to get criticize somebody until you see what happens. I, I, I went through that, uh, mad, mad cause I got the job years ago. Charlie Baker is, uh, no more, no ready to do something like this. Here's a statement. Now get, get this y'all. We start off on December the 5th. We have 1600 football players who have in the transfer board. 1600. Baker told reporters Thursday that he was not ready to dive into the details about some of the specific issues reshaping college football, college sports, such as increased transfers between schools and the involving ways in which the NCAA athletes are allowed to make money. He said his goal will be in part to make changes while preserving the part of the college sports that he believes is one of the truly greatest human potential developments organizations ever described. Okay? So he's not going to dive into it. Um, he's going he's gonna to get paid, uh, like Mark Kimbert was, but he's not going to dive into that right now. So I, 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 they need a football person to be in charge of football and be in charge of the NCAA. NCAA... And it was over basketball, but it's really not over football. So, anyway, that's a. I don't. Know, that's. I'm sure that's not what you thought I was going. No, I knew exactly. That's what I was thinking about it driving in. Um, I hadn't. I hadn't heard the show. The other thing I want to say about Zach Arnett, he's going to be the new. As I mentioned yesterday, but I need to mention again, football coach at Mississippi State. He's got to get some offensive people. I'm sorry, go ahead, Barry. No, I I, I agree with you. Uh, and I was trying to think, like I think you got to make a guy that the president NCAA, a guy who's actually coached before, uh, like Nick Saban would be a guy that would, but he wouldn't do it. But he would be, he understands the problems in college athletics. Um, who's out there that could have done this job that that they could have hired? And I, I I couldn't think of anybody off the top of my head. Um, they could do it. A guy like Nick Saban could. Obviously, he he understands the problems with with college football. Does anybody have another name, Joe? You got a name of somebody that? I mean, you got to have experience. You gotta have it's not. It's not. It's not a job where you use big words and you and you and you talk be talk big about stuff, but you never do anything. It's it's little stuff that's ruining. It's trans little transfers are hurting it and. You know, most of the people wouldn't agree with Barry and I. Some of the, some of the media would because they love it because they think it all stirs up and gives them something to talk about when football's over and they talk a little basketball and that's about it. So, but it, it to me, to me, you're right. I don't know. I hadn't thought about who's take it, who who it takes place, but he's a football guy, and it's just it's just doesn't make any sense. Greg Sankey, Greg Sankey would be excellent. Um, very smart. Uh, got the lawyer background. Negotiated mega things. Has had more problems come across his desk 
uh, with people turning people in. So he has a good feel uh, for what's going on. I don't. I guess that would be a better job. I mean, I think Mark Emmert made a pile of money. Uh, so yeah, I think you're right. Uh, that that's probably the best. He's probably better than Nick Saban, uh, Greg Sankey to kind of take the whole thing over. Um, I know we had a little. We have a little Tide 109 text group um, that you know, talked about days we're going to be off. And I proposed something yesterday, and Dad, I want to get your opinion on Joe, you're welcome to chime in. Now, Alabama, the, the guys that have played here, most of them that leave, Joe, uh, since Nick Saban's been here, help me if I'm wrong, has walked off of here with a ring on, right? They at least put one championship ring on their finger. Stay three years, you got one All ring. Right, so you got one ring. So at the other places that I coached that had football, uh, East Carolina, South Carolina, Wake Forest, those guys walked out with no ring, no championships, no nothing. And most of the time, Dad, when those guys leave, they're disgruntled a little bit. They're not as fired up about old college U as the ones that come in and they win championships and they go on and they make they make money. So I think Alabama is a different deal. And these guys that have played here have a lot of love. Like Robert Ory has a lot of love for the University of Alabama. Uh, you and I both know that. Should Nick Saban – with this transfer portal, you know how he brings these speakers in the summer. Should he bring the A.J. McCarron, uh, Mac Jones, um, any of these running backs is to run that and have them speak to the team about the Alabama way and what it means and sticking sticking it out and what coaches saying to them and, and it's a process to go through and kind of back the program here to try to keep some of these kids that are considering going to the portal. Would that be a help? I guess is my question. Reggie. Yeah, Ray. I think it would if it's the right person. I think it's, it's the right person that would do a good job of, of presenting what he presented, but what you say, and also has done that has hung in there through tough times and, and, uh, been able to hang in there and, get something out of it by either going pro or getting a job or getting a ring and getting, you know, getting where he wants to get. So, yeah, I think it'd be, a, uh, I think you need something like that. If, you know, your coaches are, your coaches are paid, your assistant coaches to try to see where each group is. Uh, this is going to be, a, uh, this is going to be uh, the reason I keep talking about the Kansas state game. I think this is an important game. Not so yes, winning and lose is important just to See that you know you've lost a bunch of kids, but you've also got some backup guys that are that are anxious to play and want to play. Now, Barrett maybe they've lost a cotton picking many offensive linemen that's going to be you know rough sledding. I, Joe would know more about that than I do. Yeah, uh, today when Coach meets with the media, uh, I'm sure you know he will let everybody know how many people they're going to have for this bowl game uh, and. So that will be interesting. See, the problem when you don't when you lose that many linemen, it's not like one of them was a starter. You're not losing starters, but how do you practice? Like you can't, you got nobody to practice against. Uh, now they will have some of these uh, freshmen that are coming in. will be in and be able to practice a little bit. Maybe that. But those guys don't know 
anything. So just they don't even know how to put their helmet on. Uh, so I don't know how much they can really help you uh, in practice. All right, we got a call holding here. We'll take the break so I don't have to jump to it. But I think with Alabama, they need to have these former players. And I think guys like Mark Ingram and even Marlon Humphrey and Reggie Ragland and all that, I, I honestly think even the younger guys look at this NIL and they just roll their eyes and say, man, we didn't get nothing when they, we were there. All we got was an opportunity to work hard. And I think they're kind of – I almost think they're kind of disgusted by it, where I think maybe the older generation, the Martin Houston, those guys, they think, hey, it's a great opportunity to earn some earn some money there. Um, I just don't – I don't know. It's, it's a tough sled. Two men in a truck. Movers who care at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth newest local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. 205-247-5050. Two minute truck movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we still have that wreck on US 11 at Ed Stevens Road in Coley. You can expect delays. We got minor congestion on McFarland eastbound at Lurleen in Northport. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Here's a Christmas special for you from Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off every in-stock Armada, Murano, or Titan. Say ho, ho, gotta go to Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Friday morning at prayer vigil outside a home in a Vestavia Hills neighborhood in Jefferson County on a police response, but no arrests or citations. The United Mine Workers have confirmed some of their members participated in the protest of Warrior Met Coal Company and the way that they have treated union miners who've been on strike since April of 2021, seeking better pay, benefits, and treatment. There's been no information released about why that particular neighborhood was used for the protest. Don Hartley tells Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tax refund advance loans at Jackson Hewitt. Up to 4500 bucks. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Eligible clients can get up to $1,000 in December. And Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, playsets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny today. Tuscaloosa's high 55. Mostly clear tonight, the low at 32. For tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, the high 51. Sunday, sunny with a high in the upper 40s at 49 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 33 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com. 
all their products and services. You can find out where to go purchase it. And always remember, it doesn't have the yellow tag on it. Then you don't want it. All right, the Yellowwood Hotline, get Jumbo in. Good morning, Jumbo. Morning. Hey, good. Good morning, Barry, Coach, and, and Joe. Um, I got a question for y'all, and then I'm gonna hang up and listen because I really want to hear what you guys have to say about this. If you guys were hired to run the NCAA, what would be the first things you would change about NIL and transfer portal? And then, uh, thanks for taking my call. I'll hang up and listen. What you gotta say? All right. Uh, thank you, Jumbo. I'll take NIL first, uh, and then that you can take transfer portal. If I were running the NCAA and NIL, I'm not against it at all, but I would make you uh, have to go to a school and you'd have to stay for one year before you could get any NIL. That way a kid gets there, he can get adjusted to college life. We can see uh, what his work ethic is. We can see if he can create value for himself. If he can, if he can come in, he's lights out and his jerseys are going to sell. Uh, if him promoting things that way, it takes the recruiting out of it. So you got to stay your for a full year. Uh, you got to pass, you know, whatever that is, 30 something hours. If you do all those things, then you can start capitalizing on your name, image, and likeness like it was supposed to have been. Not before you get there because nobody knows what you're going to actually be, If you're even if you're a five-star. We've seen five-stars come here and flop. So that's how I would handle uh, NIL. I wouldn't put a cap on it, but I think that would probably get the recruiting out of it. If you transferred, wherever you transfer, you got to be there a full year before you can capitalize on NIL. That would keep the the money for, for these guy, these people buying these guys to transfer. You can transfer, you can be immediately eligible, but no NIL until you spend one year. Uh, Dad, how would you handle the transfer? I would, I would, tra- I would I'd try and change the tra- transfer deal. I would, if you transferred, you'd have to lay out two years. Two uh, years? I, yeah, I'd get these guys staying with their program. That when they're recruited, they stay. And uh, two years may be too long. I'm just thinking about what he, uh, Jimbo asked. There's a chance I might I might put in that you you have to stay out two years unless your grades are a certain way or so forth. Uh, this jumping around like this and doing what you want to do when you want to do it for me is no good. You you've made long decisions to try to decide what school you want to go to, what coaches you want to go to. Your playing time has not been enough. That's the reason you transfer, or you're getting money, as as Barry has said. Um, you know, I might stay with the one, but I would not have an automatic transfer. I might stay at the one year. Yeah, I would say on the transfer portal, you got to go and you got to stay for two years. Wherever, if you stay for two years, then I'll give you a one time uh, transfer there. Or, you know, if you start having these committees and you take each case, case by case basis, I think you could probably say if a coach leaves or fired, you got a one time. But you got to stay at least two years to give it a chance. But I think, I think the way I describe it, if you if they did the NIL like that, where you, if you transferred, you had to wait a year before you could make money. I think I don't think people would transfer as much. Uh, well, they probably wouldn't. Uh, the playing time in the NIL both is factors. You, the the biggest problem that you have behind the scenes, Jumbo, is the way that uh, the cheat the cheating will take place in recruiting. Uh, if the promises continue to be the way they are, and, and they're over, they're inflated to some degree, 
we we all know that because people like to talk about how much somebody's getting. But there there has to be, and I don't know that I don't know that there can be uh, a way to uh, handle cap or whatever you want to say, where there is a definitely a definite penalty to those who who if the rules are set to those who break the rules. And one of the problems that we've had all along, in my opinion, is we have not had a good infractions committee. The infractions committee has been made up of a uh, biology teacher at Colgate. You know, the, it, we need people who have, who have gone down through this, maybe former coaches, maybe former ADs that don't want to work anymore, and have an infraction committee that, that if we keep, but the problem we have now is the NIL, we don't have any, we, we don't, we can't penalize the infractions because everybody is, you know, slipping around and getting a guy to say, "Look, I know you're. I know you're at school A, but if you come over here to school B, I've got you this." Well, naturally, that's not what the. That's not what it's all about. Yeah, and the infractions. You know, everybody's saying now that uh, people owe Sean Miller an apology. Sean Miller's not deserving an apology. What happened in that, Dad? Is the assistants dove on the sword for him? They took all the punishment. They took. They they Which, took all. What, what, that went about when, when he's dealing Arizona and, and paying uh, Andre Ayton and all oh. those guys um, and he had two assistants that took it yeah, all yeah. they got fired they got show calls and Sean Miller's hands were as bloody as everybody else's but those guys were loyal and they took the fall for him really and ruined their career for him all right back to the Yellowwood hotline and get Bryce in good morning Bryce good morning, good morning gentlemen good answers I like both of y'all's answers, Coach and Barry. But this guy that's going to take over the NCA, do y'all know anything about him? I never heard of him. Governor of Massachusetts. He's a governor of Massachusetts. He's not going to run for office again. Well, okay. I'm just curious, you know, what his experience was, but I did hear that he's governor. But uh, something's got to be different. I mean, because this is just like you said, the Wild Wild West. We've been talking about it for two years, you know. But, uh, well, the way I described it, it will take the buying players on the front end out of it. If you can't get anything until after your freshman year, then it takes that out. And now you may say, well, after your freshman year, we're going to give you this. But, uh, you know, you got to get there and you got to earn it. Yeah, the biggest problem you have with it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bryce. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Coach. Go ahead. No, the biggest problem you have with that is after a year, then you all get really jealous if one gets more than the other. You've got a major problem that you really can't overcome. Barry's idea is good, but after that year, I want, I want a little bit more for my guy because he played a lot better than your guy. But I think if he plays better, he'll get more, and that's how it is in the NFL. You play really, really well, you get a bigger contract. That's just the way it is. I think that idea is difficult. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. That's the, that's the way it should be, and guys, it ain't like we we none of this stuff is surprising me at all. That's what's happening because we knew that's what was going to happen. We talked about it for two years, but these people that are still wet behind the ears just don't get it. You know. Yeah. Uh, okay. But uh, uh, Mississippi State, did that surprise y'all? They took the cheap way out. Don't don't do that, Bryce. That surprised me. No. No, well, why would you say that, Bryce? They, they, they got to stabilize that program. Those kids are hurting. 
uh, they they had to get somebody in charge, and so well, it's sure. not taking the cheap way out. It's doing what's best for the kids, and and getting well, the guy in that they're, that they're comfortable with, that they know these guys are hurting. And recruits well, and he recruits well. Uh, so it's not the cheap way. Thanks, Brian. It's not the cheap way out. It's too much static there uh, to do that, in my opinion. Um, I've got a buddy of mine, Dad, and. He wants to write a book. I think he could sell it. He's in the title of the book is I probably shouldn't say it if somebody's gonna steal it. Joe, don't steal this. Social media has ruined the world. Uh, you know, when when somebody gets disgruntled now in my na- when somebody gets disgruntled in my neighborhood, or somebody gets disgruntled on something that was said in the game at a game. And this has happened this week. They go to social, they go to Facebook or Twitter to put it on there and throw a shot out at everybody instead of just whatever happened to going to the people directly and talking to them and saying, "Hey, so and so said this. So and so's dog pooped in my yard." But why do we have to go to social media now and throw it out there and try to make everybody look bad? So you take one organization and you have one person that did something or said something that you didn't like, and you're going to throw the whole people in it. You must and, have a problem in your neighborhood. And you go, I just, it, and I, it <laughs> happens in sports as well. Uh, somebody, some kid said this, some parent said this. And let's go to social media, and let's bring it up, and so everybody can get all stirred up. I don't get that anymore. Like, let's just go to the source. Like, you shouldn't say anything on Twitter about somebody. Would you say it right to their face if they were standing right there? Would you say, Bill O'Brien, you suck? Would you say that to him right in front of his face? Probably not. And I'm not talking about Bill O'Brien. All right, uh, but that's just my But he rant. does suck. Has social media ruined the world? Think about it. Is it good? Not sure. It can be, but not sure. Hey, I know what is good. First and main condos, three-bedroom, three-and-a-half baths, washer and dryer included, stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops, all electric energy-efficient appliances, internet and direct TV provided for free. Right there is a humongous saving. Ten-foot ceilings, large patios with upper-level river views, easy access to the Riverwalk, gated property with security cameras there so you always feel safe at Fifth and Main. Also located in the historic downtown Northport, which is a beautiful, beautiful area. Call them today. At uh, 205-657-7465. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. Get one month free. Go to the website, firstinmaincondos.com. Listen, Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we still have that record US 11 at Ed Stevens Road in Coley. You could expect delays. We got minor congestion on McFarland eastbound at Lurleen in Northport. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Here's a Christmas special for you from Townsend Nissan $2,000 off every in stock Armada, Murano, or Titan. Say ho ho, gotta go to Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. 
I've been holiday shopping at Kohl's, and I've got to admit, their deals are some of the best I've seen. I've been earning Kohl's cash every day while saving an extra 25%. For tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, the high 51. Sunday, sunny with a high in the upper 40s at 49 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 33 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best station in the state breaking down Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood, pressure to your pine from Great Southern Yellowwood. Protects from rot, fungal decay. When you build it, build it right. You want to use Yellowwood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, uh, you don't want it. All right, he is with TigerDetails.com over in Baton Rouge. I want you to know, Ron, that Dad is picking LSU to win the West next year in college football. So he's putting the jinx and the pressure on you guys over there so you can tell all your LSU people that that Wimp Sanderson is picking the Tigers uh, next year. How you doing, Ron? Hey, Ron. I'm good. Good morning. Thanks for being on. I, I, uh, go ahead. No, I'm not. Uh, they'll be good for sure. Yeah, I mean, they're the, 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 the guys they lost in the portal have been inconsequential. They've had really good recruiting, and uh, they feel pretty good about where they are and where they're going. I just said that uh, I thought there were four. There were four, only four schools in the fourteen in the SEC that that the fans were satisfied with their coach. Just four, uh, and the other ten were dissatisfied with their coaches. They always got to find somebody, and I thought LSU was one of them. And I did say yeah. what Barry said that uh, I felt like the LSU uh, had stabilized their program. Had gotten away from all that riffraff that they had with Orgeron, made the guys behave and go to class and do what they're supposed to do, and that, that they would be probably the, the team that was going to be selected number one in the West. So you can talk about that much you want to. Well, I mean, uh, a lot of people say that LSU hired an adult as a head coach, and you know they certainly did. I mean. They, they hired a guy who's won. They hired a guy who had a plan. They hired a guy who didn't panic when, uh, you know, lost their first game. Uh, didn't panic when he lost to Tennessee. Uh, he done a really good job. You know, I, again, I'm, I never compare anybody to Nick. I think Nick's in the class by himself, but he has he has a lot of Nick in him as far as working on the middle the middle approach. How do you how do you approach practice? How do you approach getting better every day? How do you uh, uh, that's the main focus, and, the, and then the you know the result comes out of that. Uh, and he he does a really good job with the mental part, uh, and uh, I think that's really helped him a lot. They they, they gotten better all year. Uh, like I said, had a couple of blips. I mean, uh, the first game really didn't surprise me that much. I mean, they still could have won it, but again, when you have almost everybody new in key positions, that that, that can happen. But uh, they went back to work and gotten better. Uh, you know, and they got to the, the championship game, and uh, you know, goofy things happen when the punt returns. I mean, that you know, that's that's on the LSU coaches not knowing the rule. So, 
Before Barry asks you something, let me ask you this question. What happens to LSU if he does not make the two points against Alabama? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, uh, they don't go to the championship game, but people still think he did a hell of a job. Yeah, I mean, okay. honestly, I they, yeah. I mean, they, they they still think he did a hell of a job, but they they understand LSU fans understand. understand they like the idea totally of him going. They like the idea of him going for two, didn't they? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that, that was a big plus for him. Make it not and make I it. I, I knew the answer to it. They loved the idea. Yeah, yeah. And I thought he explained it pretty well afterwards why he did it. You know, what I mean, uh, you know, Brian Kelly got killed by Alabama in playoff games. Didn't even close. And so, his, his I guess he always thought, you know, if ever had just one play to beat Alabama, just that, you know, win or lose, I'm going to do that. You know, it's Alabama. If you're right there with him, and he has one play to to win or lose a game. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. And I think LSU fans like that. They they like his aggressiveness all year. Uh, and he does a pretty good job of explaining when people ask him why he does certain things. He, he gives a clear answer to it, and people uh, in non-football terms where anybody can understand it. And he's a very good communicator, and people are very happy with his first year. Uh, they're playing a Purdue team that's lost in the bowl, that's lost all their best offensive weapons and their head coach. And it's kind of like watching LSU going to a bowl game last year with losing guys right and left and had an interim coach and there was a, a, a shadow. Uh, but you know, LSU, you know, they want to win this bowl game. They have a 10-win season, and, and uh, so they'll be motivated. Uh, we're talking with Ron Higgins. Ron, you know uh, Coach Saban – much better than me. I know Dad knows him uh, pretty well. But uh, do you think the current rules in college football, I just don't see Coach comfortable uh, recruiting using NIL before kids get here and prove themselves. Uh, I just don't see Coach wanting to deal with maybe hanger owners or street agents or seven-on-seven guys they are probably associated with these five-star recruits. We've seen it in basketball. The better you are, the more people you got hanging around and act like they're the guy that's going to help them make the decision. I think coach is fine once you get here. You create value for yourself. You prove you can play. You prove you're going to do what you're supposed to on and off the field, getting some uh, money there. But I just don't see him going to a kid and saying, all right, Tennessee's offering you this. We're going to give you that. Will this be what eventually pushes him out of coaching if this, if these rules don't change? I think so. I, I have a hard time believing that he doesn't hate it. That, you know, it, it's come down to, you know, you go to talk to a recruit and, and, and you say, uh, you know, what's your bottom line? You hate to say that to them. I mean, I've talked to LSU coaches who, guys he recruited for years. Uh, you know, Frank Wilson, who, an LSU assistant now, he came back to the staff, one of the best recruiters in the nation. And uh, he's like, I said, you I honestly have to go into a, a, a living room and, and find out what their price is. And he goes, well, yeah. You know, and that, that's it, it's, I understand that's the way it's done now. But man, uh, and yeah, and you do have uh, hangers on. Uh, and honestly, <laughs> if you know this, this is 
you probably had to do that with, in basketball for years. With getting with you didn't know. Okay, who do I talk to? Do I talk to the dad? Do I talk to the coach? Do I talk to this guy who's acting as an agent? Uh, that that had to drive you crazy because you didn't know, you know, you didn't know who you were dealing with and 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 what it took. And it, well, I mean, I, it did, but it wasn't to, it wasn't to the extent that they do it now. You know, I had about five yeah, people yeah, in each in each place that might tell the kids where to go, but. But back then, you had people asking for things, but it was illegal. So you had to decide, yeah. all right, how far yeah. to the edge am I going? But now, yeah. it's not. Uh, well, you're not supposed to hey, go in and, and offer, you know, but there's ways of doing that. I just, and, and Ron, I proposed that the way to clean it up is you have to go somewhere and be there for a year and, and pass a certain number of hours. After that, then you're eligible for NIL. If you transfer, you can transfer, but you got to be there a year, and then you can capitalize on. I think that might take some of this stuff out of it. It's a common sense you know, thought you have there, and, and the problem is, even if you're in NIL at the end of the first year, if you're not satisfied with your deal and somebody else come along, then you're you're putting yourself kind of on the market unofficially. You know, you may not have your name in the transfer portal, but it's you know, through parties, it's out there. Hey, this kid will transfer if he paid this much money. Uh, it's just gotten slimier. Yeah, I mean, and, and understand that's you know, it, 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 the NIL and the transfer rule will kind of work together and create this unbelievable market, un, un, an unrealistic market for these kids. You think Nirvana is just around the corner, and yeah. it isn't. Uh, and that's that's where they really need to be educated. I mean, you have to understand. I mean, they had 700 kids go to the portal in the first day this past week. 700 kids? Are you kidding me? Uh, and, you know, maybe 200 will get placed, maybe, you know. Uh, and, you know, for college head coaches, it's a nightmare. I mean, I mean, if, look, if you're, like, if you're like anybody preparing for a bowl game like Dick or, or Brian Kelly, you're trying to, uh, you know, keep the guys you have committed recruited and help they sound the early signing period. Then you're re-recruiting your own team to stay. And then you're looking, see who's leaving your team and then looking at the transfer portal, see who you can get. It's crazy. You know, and it's, uh, you know, it's no wonder your, your staff's expand. You have to have a whole department just to look at the transfer portal. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ron, uh, uh, go ahead, Barry. You got something? Yeah, I wonder. And, and Dad brought this up again in the show. I think he's one hundred percent right. So we go out and hire the governor from Massachusetts to take over the NCAA. Now this guy went to Harvard. Now I'm sure he is brilliant. All right, but he's never had to deal with uh, street agents and the projects in recruiting. So, uh-huh. what does he know about? How difficult it is in recruiting, how dirty it is, the transfer, how all those. He guys never coached. He played at Harvard. That's not guys at Harvard are going there for academics. It's not scholarships. What is this guy going to know about the problems in college athletics? It's almost like you should hire Deion Sanders as president of the NCAA. There's, <laughs> there's somebody who knows, who knows every little thing about, you know, what it's like to, you know, be in that atmosphere of, of of digging your way out of nowhere and, and, and you know, just the, the steamy side of college athletics to try to, you know, get to where you need to be. I mean, 
this is it's so unrealistic. And this is, but you know what? I bet you when you read that, you probably said to yourself, "Typical NCA, <laughs> typical." Yes. I mean, I mean, and I'm sure all the all the, the guys, all the, the presidents of universities, applaud it. This is a great hire. Yeah. This is a great hire. Not a great hire. You're like you said, this guy's clueless on this stuff. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Go ahead, Dad. When was the last John, time? Uh, probation. Uh, has, uh, has LSU gone to the point that the Alabamas can't come in there and recruit players like they've been doing? And does LSU, LSU, are they keeping those guys at home, and are they going to Texas and recruit? Uh, they're doing both, but he, he's doing a really good job of keeping guys at home. And something else he, 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 he did this past year – Honestly, let's do it again this year. When he went to transfer portal last year, the first thing he looked for were guys who went to high school in Louisiana who went away to school, who wanted to come back. And he got some good yeah. guys back here. Yeah, uh, He's emphasized that, yeah. And, but he hasn't ignored national recruiting either. But he, he's emphasized that. I mean, he just got a five-star quarterback yesterday from Arlington, Texas. Uh, you know, from where? Arlington, Texas. Uh okay. 25th rated national player by uh, 247 Sports. Uh, they chose him over Texas, Texas A&M, and Michigan, and ends up he's getting guys like that. Uh, you know, obviously he's on he's in on Desmond Ricks along with Florida and Alabama. So uh, yeah, I mean, but yeah, he's he's for the most part kind of shut off Louisiana and stopped the bleeding there. You know, Vic would come in and get who he wanted. Uh, yeah, and I think he's. Kind of shut down that, that down for the most part, uh, and he's probably put an emphasis on Louisiana because uh, he realized what kind of talent they have here. And if you let a lot, uh, even half of it get away, it hurts you. Uh, we're talking with Ron Higgins. Ron, I think LSU wants to be good in everything. I'm not sure Alabama is willing to pay to do what LSU is doing. I don't know what LSU is paying that baseball coach. But uh, as a dad of a son who plays a baseball that travels around playing against the best players in the country, LSU is knocking it out of the park in recruiting in baseball. Basketball, yeah. Matt McMahon comes over there, and what an incredible job he's done. He lost everybody, and they're 9-1. and one. We'll see when they get to the league. Kim Mulkey, they're willing to pay whatever it takes to be good in women's basketball. Alabama's, and I don't know that any other conference, uh, school across the conference is doing that. Uh, talk about LSU really, really talking about wanting to be good and everything, but putting their money where their mouth is. It, 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 they're, they're very aggressive. Their athletic director is very aggressive. Uh, he's an LSU graduate, a kid who was raised in Baton Rouge, and uh, Scott Woodward. His his whole thing is I'm gonna go after the best person possible, and all they can tell me is no. You know, like who thought he'd go after Brian Kelly? You know, or 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 Kim Mulkey reading that situation perfectly. You know, selling her on the fact uh, we need you to come home and be our basketball coach. Aboard that, we need you to be a figurehead to kind of stabilize what's been going around here. The bad things have gone on. We need somebody to stabilize this stuff and. She's kind of taking that role too, and of course, then you uh, you get a, a baseball coach uh, from Arizona who absolutely re- re- 
they had no starting pitching last year and some bad infielders and really Joe. has absolutely just done a great job recruiting. And then basketball, look, I don't know how they're going to do a conference. Okay, I, I don't know. They're nine and one right now. Uh, you know, beat Wake Forest the other day, uh, and uh, their team. Went, I mean, he had to recruit a, a team, a, a whole roster, like in a month and a half. Uh, and he's got what I, I would say a lot of mid-major talent. Uh, yeah. But he's got a couple of pieces there, and they don't beat themselves. And, and unlike Will Wade's teams, they, they play defense, and they, 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 they don't do stupid things to beat themselves. And they, they actually score for inbounds passes, which you know never happened under Will. Uh, not as athletically talented as Will's teams were, but again, they execute pretty well. But again, uh, they haven't played in the SEC. Uh, they open with Arkansas and Kentucky back to back, and then uh, later on in January, have Alabama and Auburn back to back. Alabama, Auburn, and Tennessee back to back, and Arkansas again. So, I mean, their schedule is just brutal, uh, and you'll find out more about them. But uh, I think he's going to get he's changed his lineup a little bit lately. He's put his five best players on the floor now and kind of rolling the dice. Uh, got a, a, a couple of guys off the bench are okay. He took a, in, he took a guy, two guys off the bench and put them in the starting lineup, and that's really helped them. Uh, but, again, that kind of weakens the bench. It's, it's They don't have much there, but he's he's trying. And, uh, again, they have some interesting pieces. A couple of guys are interesting. But once they get the SEC play with a lot of, Big physical lines, uh, front lines, they may have problems because they've had problems scoring the paint and they've had problems uh, uh, rebounding. Uh, they're doing a little bit better job that lately. That's been their biggest problem. But they really haven't beat themselves. They really haven't. Yeah. Uh, what's Will Wade doing now? Well, actually, he, he's in town still, I guess. He's doing a podcast with a, a local radio guy. Uh, okay. I, I guess he's still in town. I have no idea. Uh all I know is that the sound quality was like he was like in witness protection had an echo. It was like a, it was like it was like a dark. I swear to God, it was like a, 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 this room that was kind of dimly lit, and there was an echo. I'm thinking, where is he? Like a witness protection somewhere? Uh, but you know, he you know as usual, he's had you know he was will just talked about everything. So, but I haven't seen him around town. So I don't know if he's in town or not, but. He is doing a podcast with a local radio guy. Okay, I just wanted to. Well, Ron, great stuff. Tell everybody uh, where they can get you and find all your great information. Uh, go to tigerdetails.com. That's the rivals.com website. Uh, I am outside the paywall 99% of the time, so you can read me free. And uh, go to Twitter at Ron Higg. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate all it. Right, all right. Happy uh, holidays. Thank you. you. Happy holidays to you. All right, Dad, let's talk about Constant Companion, and we'll get to break and get my man Mike Brown in. Well, Constant Companion is certainly an outstanding place to take your dog or your cat or whatever animal that you have and let Dr. Foster check it out. Uh, they'll give you, they'll do it uh, for a half price the first time that you go in there, and they are really good people. 635-0313. It's at 150, the Narrows Drive on Highway 280, and I think that you'll find that if you want your animal taken care of the way I do and I want it taken care of, they'll do it right. Uh, 635-0313. Thanks. The book is, Joe, Social Media 
ruin the world. You listen to Tide 100.9 and see home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we still have that wreck on US 11 at Ed Stevens Road in Coley. You can expect delays. We have minor congestion on McFarland eastbound at Lorlane in Northport. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Here's a Christmas special for you from Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off every in-stock Armada, Murano, or Titan. Say ho, ho, gotta go to Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Light sparkle, ornament sparkle. You might even have some sparkling wine, but nothing sparkles at Christmas time like diamonds. Tom Osmond from Fin. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. inside the locker room. All right, uh, you ever uh, like to be around positive people? Like being around negative people all the time and have a bad look on their face or always negative? Sometimes that's me, unfortunately. I got to try to fix that. Uh, they're not, they're, they're just not fun to be around. But when we go to the Alabama One hotline, my man, when you bring in Mike Brown, Mike Brown is always upbeat. He's always ready to go. He's always ready to help. He's always energetic, and he's always positive. Mike, I'll send you my address on where to send the check. Good morning. How you doing? <laughs> well, well, Merry Christmas, Mike. Thanks, Barry. I don't really have much way to set the uh, way to set the precedent there. I don't know how I'm gonna live up to that. Your wife's a lucky woman, isn't she, Mike? I tell you what. I tell you what. Yeah, I'll let you say it because if I say it, I won't have a lucky weekend, right? Yeah, it'll, be a, it'll be a long, drawn weekend. There you go. All right, uh, we know you guys are rocking and rolling with Alabama One and helping people. Tell us how you're doing it. Oh no, we appreciate the time, and actually, we were uh, having a conversation just this week uh, as we're getting ready for 2023. You know, we talk a lot about helping the individual on the show. We've talked about car loans and mortgages and saving money and. We got some great new CD rates that just came out to help members earn more money. But something we haven't talked a lot about in a long time is our commercial and business services. And as Alabama One Credit Union, your local service credit union here in Alabama, just want to remind our listeners if they have a small business or maybe even a big business, we have a suite of products and a team that's grown uh, over these past two or three years, especially five years, actually, to service business and commercial accounts. And so... Uh, we were actually just talking about it. We have a big wing over there focusing on, like, land, agricultural. We do a lot of farm, hobby farms, bigger farms, uh, or anything surrounding those uh, those ideas, people picking up some track land, uh, helping farmers out. But also we do some commercial real estate, maybe a small business investor, or maybe you need some new machinery for your business because you're planning for 2023 to be that expansion year for you. We just have a, a suite of products and services, and I think that's a differentiator for us at Alabama One and some of our competing credit unions is, how much we can help our businesses grow in this next and new year. And I just want to remind our listeners, you might work for a small business, you might own a small business, and uh, to take a look at Alabama One and see if we can service some of those needs coming into 2023. Well, that sounds awesome, Mike. So if they want to take advantage of that, what is the best way to start the process? Uh, go to the website, Where do, who do they call, what department would they ask for if they want to get involved in that? Oh, absolutely. So uh, you can check out the website, alabama1.org. There's a, there's a whole list of some of the business services that we have because every business is unique and different. Um, and for the, for the big stuff and everything, we keep some of our main team members over at our main office over there off the Veterans Memorial in front of Home Depot. 
But we actually have commercial and business loan officers throughout parts of the state, and they're actually willing to travel to meet you if you have a certain discussion. So you can always give us a call, 800-225-0110. Just ask someone from our contact center to get you in touch with business services. Tell them kind of what you're looking for or what the kind of conversation that you want to have. And they'll definitely reach back out to you because a lot of our, our small business owners, I mean, those guys aren't able to come into the branch, right? They're running businesses. Right. Uh, so a quick phone call, we know it's all relational. Uh, we can come out and meet you where you are. Uh, but it also, obviously, the website's got some of that high-level information. And then you start establishing that relationship, talk to one of the guys or gals in the department, and uh, drill into the details of what you may need and help discover how Alabama One can help better serve your business. All right. Uh, as banks are closing uh a lot you guys are expanding just talk about your reach how far you go and all your different locations oh absolutely so we have 18 branches now our biggest branch obviously being alabama1.org the, the website you can do everything from opening an account to applying for a loan to to, to ca- calling us about any of the services chatting with the member service agent ton of options at the website but you know we we did start primarily out of tuscaloosa and we've expanded especially last year we have branches as far north over there in Cherokee County and center Alabama down to Linden right outside of Demopolis. If you're on your way down to Mobile, we have one right there on Highway 43, uh, a remote office down in the Montgomery area. And we have several expansion plans for next year. That's going to ha- allow us to grow and continue in the service state. But please hear when we say this because very appreciate the compliments. We're not growing for the sake of growing. Uh, our job is to put locations where our members are to better serve them. And that's our job. That's what that's what next year we'll be focused on is how can we continue to expand our reach to better serve our members and making sure that we're doing so with, with solid intent um, because we've done so well. All right, Mike, maybe you have some family members listening. What is the one uh, present that Mike Brown's hoping he gets for Christmas this year? Oh, man, that's, that's a tough question. The kind of guy that if I, if I wanted, i go out and buy it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does that you know, like my wife's like, well, what do you need? And I'm like, well, I, I don't know. I just bought that stuff. You know, yeah. Three, Jenny three gets so ago. mad at me, and I go, I said, well, I just needed it. Well, you know, you could have told me that I could have got it for you for Christmas. So anything that Mike Brown needs, uh, nothing, nothing. I'm well taken care of. If you guys are, are looking to get a gift for somebody, visit one of your local charities or churches. Take care of somebody. Put, and put maybe, it, maybe some of the families out there. Put it in your name. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> if you really want. All right, Mike. Well, uh, have a great weekend. We appreciate you guys out at Alabama One. Go to www.alabamaone.org. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. I won't talk to you next week. Y'all have a Merry Christmas. You too, my man. Uh, Mike Brown, uh, I don't think we're even going to be on next Friday. So, Mike, we'll give you the day off as well. All right, we're going to take this break. We'll have our little Brookwood report when we get back. Find out what's going on over in Brookwood. Also, talk a little T.A., uh, Joe, you got a phone call ringing in there. Catch that. We want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. It's a Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we still have that wreck on US 11 at Ed Stevens Road in Coley. You could expect delays. We got minor congestion on McFarland eastbound at Lorraine and Northport. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Here's a Christmas special for you from towns of Nissan $2,000 off every in stock Armada, Murano, or Titan. Say ho ho, gotta go to towns of Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. At the Home Depot, we have the tools to make gift giving magic for all the DIYers on your list. 
if they prefer working on real home. Touchdown Alabama. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. All-State Insurance Agent Andrew Kniffer. He is my agent. Let him become yours. Out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Give him a call today for the free estimate. 205-722-9201. Go to the Andrew Kniffer Facebook page. Andrew takes great care of me. Let him do the same for you. All right, every normally it's Thursday I drop the ball, uh, but we moved it to Friday, uh, and we talk uh, Brookwood. We talk about the city of Brookwood, everything that's going on. Uh, brought to you by Joe Barger in the city. There, uh, we've talked to baseball, uh, varsity high school coach. We've talked wrestling. We've talked basketball. Uh, we've talked a little bit of everything today. We're going to talk a little middle school baseball with Coach Smallwood. Uh, they're getting ready to get started. Uh, good morning, Coach. How you doing? Morning. Hey, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, I love uh, people that work with kids. Uh, just talk a bit about your little your program there in Brookwood, uh, Coach. Uh, yes, sir. We uh, this is my third year here. Um, we uh, we got a good group this year. Uh, I, I kept 21 players. Uh, it's the most I've kept in my three years here. Uh, I had about 50-something kids try out this year. Um, and, and, and we've got a good group of kids this year. I'm, I'm excited about them. Um, we, we, we started some fall workouts. Um, obviously, today's our last day before we break for Christmas. But uh, we've had, you know, four or five workouts. Um, we've done some hitting. Uh, but, but very excited about this, this group. We've got some competition, which I think uh, helps out a lot it's as far as you know, making guys want to be able to compete with each other. And then once you start playing your games, you know, hopefully all this hard work that we put in so far will, will pay off here very soon in January. No doubt. We're talking with Coach Smallwood out at uh, Brookwood Middle School, coaching the baseball uh, team there. When, when does middle school baseball start? It seems like uh, it's always cold. Uh, my son being a baseball player, it's always cold when baseball starts. When do you guys actually get rolling? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, – we, we, we always we always hope for the best. We're always like, maybe this year will be a little different. Maybe it won't be so rainy and so cold, but uh, it's, it's like this every year. But uh, we – we uh, teachers have to be back January 2nd, but uh, we can officially start January 9th. Uh, now, we won't start playing our first game until middle of February. Um, and then we – our season usually runs anywhere – I think you can start around February 15th, and then you can – all the way up until middle of April. Yeah. So we'll have, you know, we, we, we come back in January, so we'll have a, a good four months with them. And then uh, but our season won't start until middle of February. All right. Uh, you said you had 21 kids. Maybe I can get Dad to give you some advice on that. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, 21 kids, you only get to play nine. Uh, I always tell the parents when we have tryouts, and we don't really have tryouts where I am, but – 
if a kid gets cut, they're mad. Uh, but then if you keep everybody and you, their kid doesn't play, they're mad. Uh, so they're always mad. Uh, and I, I just wish that parents would not complain about coaches. We, we try to do it the best that we can. Uh, are we going to make some mistakes? Yes. But trying to keep all these kids happy uh, with their role and, and the parental, I'm sure you guys got great parents. So just how, how do you balance all that, Coach? Well, you, you know, um, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you don't. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you try the best you can, um, and you know, you and you guys know this. I mean, you you kind of have a meeting with them before the season starts, and say, you know, once, once practice starts going, you go, hey, this is what we think your role is going to be this year. Now, it doesn't have to stay your role. Now, you can grow into this role if you want to, but this is kind of where we kind of see you right now. You know, luckily, like like with middle school baseball, uh, yes. You want to win, yes. You want to, you know, help them in different areas, but you know, you're you're trying you're trying to get them to the next level to where when they get to JV baseball, freshman baseball. I I know uh, here in Brookwood, since we're a bigger school, you know, I I think the high school may have three teams, you, you know. So yeah, um, you're, you're you're trying to get them ready, um, teach them the right way to play the game, um, you know, because there's so much baseball now. With travel baseball, I mean, I, I think every kid's on a travel baseball team now, um, you know, and, and so we – I was fortunate enough to be able to play for some really good coaches in college, um, and which has really helped me as far as learning how to do uh, run, run a practice schedule, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. And, and you know, we, we don't have lights on our field, so we don't get started until about 3.30, so – so uh, you know, by five five fifteen, we're we're trying to press it all in in a matter of a, a short window. But you know, um, I, I I try and play everybody, um, and you know, the, the state only gives you twenty four middle school baseball games to play, uh, and you know, you start playing double headers, and you look up, and you you're halfway through your season already, or, yeah. or games, you know. But but we 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 try and get everybody a, a, a chance to play. Um, you know, depending on where wherever the the score is, but but with, you know, double headers. I'll, I'll play a first group of nine. You know, ten if you have a DH. You know, um, and then second game, I I try and mix it up, and I like to kind of mix the seventh and eighth graders up a little bit because you know I I think that that helps continuity with your team. You know, instead of just having hey, eighth graders are going to play just for eighth graders, seventh graders are going to play with seventh graders. Um, I like to kind of mix it up, and you know, of course the the best nine will play too. So, um, but going back to your point, no, you cannot make everybody happy, but uh, we definitely try. We yeah. definitely try. Yeah. To. Talk a little bit about the uh, administration there, the support of the parents. Obviously, uh, fundraising is always a big thing for any uh, you know middle school or high school team. Just talk about what you guys are doing in that area. Yeah, I tell you, um, when, when I got here three years ago, uh, I honestly could not ask for. a a better administration, you know, Mr. Strickland, our principal, Miss Gossett, assistant principal, and then Mr. Rogers, who's our assistant principal, athletic director. Uh, they have been extremely supportive. Uh, they've let me spend some money um, that we needed to upgrade some, some things whenever I got here. Uh, and, and, you know, so we, we were able to add two batting cages that we didn't have previously. Um, we've been able to do some things around the field to make it look really good and you know, we get a lot of compliments on our facility up here, um, you know, and, and 
for fundraising, you know, uh, Mr. Strickland's been, been been very, very easy to work with. He said, Coach, if you want to fundraise, hey, I'm, I'm all for it because, you know, that's that's how we pay for things. And so uh, we, we sell signs. We do snap raise. We, uh, I've done Boston Butts in the past. Uh, just, I mean, you, you kind of name it. Like, we, we actually did the, the meeting place here in Brookwood. Um, he, he did a little fundraiser for us. Uh, so, you know, we, we've got a great community support. Uh, Commissioner Tingle has been great. Dr. Johnson, the superintendent, Mayor Barger, uh, parents. I mean, everybody's kind of bought in. And, and so we're, we're looking forward to a, a good season coming up here very soon. Well, coach, we appreciate uh, your time. You being on, we, we, uh, appreciate the city of Brookwood, uh, for making this possible. I've loved hearing about, uh, all the different uh, deals going on there. We've gotten to talk to some players, the coaches, uh, and uh, you guys got a great thing going on in Brookwood. We look forward to to following you guys, and uh, if we can ever help you, let us know. Yes, sir. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Go all right. Panthers. All right, there's Thanks, Coach. Coach Smallwood there. Uh, I also dropped the ball on the TA report, so I'm going to do it real quick. Uh, Basketball-wise, uh, Coach Brad Starks, uh, Team had a nice win at ACA last night. They won by 15 or 20 uh, points there. They're doing well. Our team uh, did not play as well last night. Give uh, ACA the credit there. Um, you know, we're down in numbers a little bit. I told you about getting one of my guys hurt. One of my guys said, that's not an excuse. We just, it is what it is. Everybody is down, and my guys needed some rest. Uh, you just play so many games. We played three, and so we're going to take some time off, but. Uh, the polls came out. We were ranked number one in uh, 2A, which just really doesn't mean anything. This, this schedule happened to fall right. These people hadn't seen all these teams. and But our kids have worked hard uh, there. Obviously, we've been led by uh, Walker McKee, who's played extremely, extremely well. You guys heard Walker a couple weeks ago. Um, Dad, I told those guys, I'm kind of tough on them like you are, and I'm going away for a few days. <laughs> I said, you guys probably need a break from me. Uh, so that, I think sometimes getting a break and getting away is, is probably a good thing, isn't it, Dan? Sure. Yeah. Sure it is. Yeah. yeah so, I don't think about it. so, uh, we look forward to when we get back, we will actually, ironically, we will be playing in Brookwood's tournament, Joe. Uh, and Dad, I open up. On the 28th at 5 o'clock against Leeds. It was, I guess, it's a 5 or 6 AT. They were like number two in football, I think. Uh, so the Charles Barkley's former school. So we will play Leeds in the first game. But it's a. When is that? Uh, the 28th of December, 28, 29, 30. Uh, so uh, Brookwood's what, what, done. What term is that? It's Brookwood. So it's out at Brookwood, which is not too far from you. Uh, so we'll play at five o'clock that night. We'll talk a little bit more about that tournament as it gets closer to it. a lot of uh, Christmas tournaments coming on right after Christmas, um, and so we're going to take a few days off and then then get back to work. So that is it for your TA report. All right, now we will uh, brought to you by the tax organization too. We appreciate Ray Cole and all those people over there that help us with everything that we need. All right, we're going to get to Coach Sonny Smith. But let me tell you, Royal Cleaners, they want to make life easy for you. So give them a call, 205-391-0034. They'll come right to you, Joe. Pick the cleaning up, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. Three locations to drop off, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, and Norport are 4851 Rice Mine Road. Once again, 205 391 
three, four Royal Cleaners for all your cleaning needs. Listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. No formal action has been taken yet, but a new $18 million para activity center is being proposed for the Foster's area. A conceptual design is shown to the Tuscaloosa County Commission this week. The Broughton Park Center would include a pool with water slides, an indoor walking track, a gymnasium, and additional space set aside for a possible second gym. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we still have that wreck on US 11 at Ed Stevens Road in Coley. You could expect delays. We have minor congestion on McFarland eastbound at Lorraine and Northport. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Here's a Christmas special for you from Towns and Nissan $2,000 off every in stock Armada, Murano, or Titan. Say ho ho, gotta go to Towns and Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Weather brought to you by Tidwell Chiropractic, the only third-generation chiropractor in Tuscaloosa with over 25 years' experience. Call Tidwell Chiropractic at 752. For tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, the high 51. Sunday, sunny with a high in the upper 40s at 49 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 37 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Follow the Crimson Tide on their journey to another national championship. Touchdown, Alabama! On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Two inside locker room. Wayne's Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home protects us unwanted pests this fall. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also can keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today, 866-WAYNES-1 for $60 off your initial pest control service. Uh, Joe, what time is Alabama uh, hitting the practice field today? Do we know? Good question. Probably three, three if I had to guess. All right, I figured they'd go in the morning with school. I guess school's, oh, you're right, school's you're right. out. Um, Dad, how much should Nick Saban th- – this press conference should be, I guess, at the media. You know, you got the Charles Kelly situation out there. I'm sure that he'll be asked about that. You've got uh, these kids where they're going to opt out of the bowl, the transfer portal, um, 
all those things to address today. His coaching staff, I don't know if anybody's, you know, with the coordinator stuff of that. How much will he address today or will he will he just leave that alone? Uh, some of those questions. Oh, I think he'll get I think he'll tell you he's able to tell you now with the questions coming about the players. I think he's able to say to you that uh these people have opted out not to play in the bowl game. Uh, they'll ask his opinion, and he'll give it in a, a, a halfway decent way if he can. But uh, these guys have selected not to play. We, we, we're going to go with what we have. And um, these guys we have are good players. So that kind of thing. I, I think the other part, uh, the coaching part, will be, um, um, you know, I I, I don't, I don't speak for my other coaches. Uh, I, I visit with them, and I'm not sure exactly what the situation is going to be. If, if, the, if that's the case with with Ch- Charles Kelly, I have no idea. So I think he'll be uh, understanding with it, but also uh, evasive with it, not really knowing, not really coming out. And now, you know, if they say to you, "Is Bryce going to play?" You know, stuff like that. He'll, he'll he won't like that, but he, he'll just say. I think he'll address that. I think he'll address that in the opening statement, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I don't know, probably. Um, I look for him to do this. Uh, Joe, you're welcome to chime in. I think he's going to try to set the tone for the bowl preparation. Well, sure he is. Sure. Uh, he, he he wants he's. I know when Nick Saban takes the field, he wants his football team to be ready. Well, where they got 30 players or 60, so I think he'll set the tone for that. But I think he's also going to set the tone for the expectation that he wants his fan base to follow this team to New Orleans, that these yeah. kids have just, deserved yeah. it. Go I ahead. just think the, the very first the very first questions will be those questions that they're dying to find out. is Who's leaving, who's going to play? That's the first, and then after that, the things that you're talking about will come forth. But they want to they know who's going who's to play, how many people are going to play, what he thinks about probably, and they want to answer that, you know, is the offensive line going to be okay with that many people out? Your wideouts are gone. Those kinds of things. Uh, but they will. They'll. A couple of them have enough guts to do that. And then after that, he'll 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 have to he'll have to answer those first. I think. Joe, do you think they should uh, hand out an updated roster as to who's going to this bowl game? So here's the roster. Uh, you know, so if Bryce Young's not going to play. Don't have him on the roster. Uh, the guys that are in the transfer portal don't have him on the roster. Uh, guys, well, that, do you, do Kansas you... State get, would like that. <laughs> I would like that too. Yeah, and Kansas State would like it. But I think it's more of just saying these are the guys that we got. These are the guys we're going to work with. Uh, the bowl is a reward uh, for having a a good season. Uh, he's going to try to talk about the season and try to maybe reset the. Uh, the standard for Alabama, but I think you know he's going to expect these guys to work, and so um, I look for him to to say those types of things. I don't. Well, this is going to be the toughest game, Barry, that he's had since he's been here in the 16 years he's been here to let people know that we're still here, that that, that we're coming. You know, that we're going to. Be, he's got to be, you know, fairly positive. But it, this is going to be a tough game. Kansas State's good. Uh, and you know, while we're talking, I haven't done a very good job of finding out how many people Kansas State's going to lose. I have a feeling not many, but I don't know that. Uh, I, 
I have a feeling they're all excited about playing Alabama because they think they can win. But uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how many they're losing. But uh, it, it's 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 a, it's a t- trying t- a time for Coach, I think, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it looks like, uh, Dad and Joe, that Vegas must know that Bryce Young and Will Anderson aren't playing by the line. By the line. What is it, three? The line is three. You would think if those two kids were playing, the line would be eight, ten points, something like that. Uh, now, if something crazy came out and they said they were playing, will that will that line jump, Joe? Well, it, if it's three and then all of a sudden you hear Bryce and <laughs> Will Anderson, they say, hey, I can't be able to play football. That's what I do. I'm playing. Will that line jump, jump immediately? The jump to 12. You think it'd go that high? Think you get that, huh? Nine, nine to twelve. Uh, so don't you think Vegas probably knows they're not playing? Should Alabama? And if when I think when they tell the public that they're not, I think this game could end up close to a pick 'em. Do you, Dad? Close, close. I think it could be, it could be two. You know, it could it could drop down a point. I'm not sure exactly what what's going to happen. It's hard. It's just so hard to read these. You know these bowl situations with each team, and you pretty much keeping their mouth shut about what what's going to happen. The guys that you know, I start, you know, the kids, the kids see people going to transfer portal, and they they're saying this. They should, should I should I've gone? You know, I, I don't want to practicing this bowl. You know, it's just and they get so much outside it outside of advice, and plus the social media crap. It, it, it's a Tough time for coaches, boy. I'm telling you. I think if you're at Alabama and you get in the portal, you're probably going to have somewhere to go. Uh, you're at some of these other schools that don't have quite the name, and you get there and you didn't play much. Uh, then I, I just think there'll be a lot of kids that don't have anywhere to go and then nowhere to go back to. Um, and maybe that's your own fault. Hey, that's the that's the risk you take jumping in there. So it's a lesson learned. But uh, when you walk away from a scholarship, um, I'd be interested to see if. Coach has a lot of the former players maybe back around. I know Bo Scarborough has been kind of outspoken about if these kids will just, you know, and listen to Coach Saban and what he's saying. I know Bo had his own problems uh, in high school and, you know, jumping high schools a lot and doing some things. I think he learned a lot, lot from Coach. Uh, that, you know, these, you think these guys are speaking, maybe these current players now, some of the older guys, just, just tell them to hang in there and it, it, it'll turn and what, what this program can actually do for them in the long run. I think some will, some won't. I think it's just a combination of the guy's feelings and thoughts and how he can present himself. And I, I think, I think it, uh, you know, it, it would be good, as you said, to bring the former players in there to talk about the importance of, of continuing to be the kind of program that Alabama wants to be. So, not you know, not that you know we we go crazy or the fans go crazy over losses of on a field goal, a two point loss, two point two point conversion. Just you know, it could have gone the other way very easily. So we don't know. We, are we gonna have Sonny on today? No, Sun. Uh, I thought 
Oh, he de- uh, he talked to uh, Sonny and Jan was not doing well, so okay, uh, he is not going to be on this morning. Uh, you you bring up the Lions about the Sugar Bowl and you, Alabama three point favorite. Uh, you know it's a full weekend of bowl games. Is Coach going to give a, a blue plate special? I would hope. I mean, I am, every, but I'm not going to give one now. You got to give one today because every Friday there's a guy that direct he will direct message me on Twitter. I need to follow him, but and he'll want to know did Coach do a blue plate today. All that let's take a break here let's talk about bob prince and prince clover and hayes prince clover and hayes outstanding attorneys and attorneys that know the law and the changes in the law and there'll be people that can help you three four five one two three four bob and them have uh been successful and you want to go with somebody who has been successful and they have been so i recommend if you hopefully you don't have a problem but if you do and times come that you you know you feel like that you really need to to get things uh, accomplished, then Prince Glover and Hayes are the people to do so. PrinceLaw.net is the website. And I always remember, if they don't win, you don't pay. You listen to Tide 100.9 is your home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we have a car-train collision. This is on Harper Road near 5th Street in Northport. Officers are on the scene. No word yet on injuries. Here's a Christmas special for you from Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off every in-stock Armada, Murano, or Titan. Say ho, ho, gotta go to Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help. Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny today. Tuscaloosa's high 55. Mostly clear tonight, the low at 32. For tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, the high 51. Sunday, sunny with a high in the upper 40s at 49 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 38 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. All right, here's what we're going to do. All right, what we're going to do? Here's what we're going to do. Well, let's, get to, let's get to Tom, and then we'll... Tom. Oh, I didn't know Tom was on. I'm sorry. Yeah, Tom's on. He's probably mad at me about something. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Barry, who could be mad at you? You want I'm the top telling. 10, or you want it in alphabetical order? Well, okay, I'm not in there. <laughs> Morning, Coach. How are y'all? We're good. Good. How are you? Good. What's Tom? You know, what's uh, Tom getting for Christmas? You know, uh, we don't get we we give uh, 
me and uh, Mama Jan, we we make it clear that we got everything we need. Sort of kind of like Mike, you were talking about. You yeah. know, we need to go get it. All right. And what, we don't burden anybody with gifts for us. Yeah. What you got this morning, Tom? Well, I mean, I was listening to your conversation earlier, and I thought it was interesting to think about was, uh, you know, social media. Your friend wants to write a book, and uh, the uh, and then you followed that up with a statement about uh, I think it was to Jerry when he was on, and uh, y'all y'all brought up the fact that you know how long can Coach uh, Saban? How long will he? feel like you know that he's making a positive contribution as he likes to say uh to the game with the current atmosphere of uh things that's going on nil transfer portal so forth so on right and and i thought the point you made about how basketball had kind of been corrupted and we saw it fall apart and uh, really, uh, you know, supposedly the FBI was investigating and this, that, and the other. Nothing ever really came of it. And uh, and, and it's interesting to think about, you know, the, when you look at the the environment of college football right now, NIL, transfer portal, it, you kind of it's an easy way out for everything if you follow what I'm saying. And that's also, I think, it's relevant to the the society with. Uh, social media. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. don't go and yeah. confront somebody face-to-face as you brought up. You you know, you settle your differences in cyberspace and uh, uh, or try to. But, uh, you know, that, that's interesting to think about the parallels between those two things. And, uh, and also, it's interesting, you know, NIL and transfer portal is opposite of everything that Coach Saban has tried to institute at Alabama. Exactly. Uh, I think coach is fine if you get here and you do what you're supposed to do and you're a really good player, you're a really good citizen, and you earn value for yourself to get it. I just can't see him. Can you see him going into a living room and him really needing this player and they say, Coach, I mean, he really wants to come with you. I mean, you know, you got the championships. You got guys going in the NFL. Tennessee's offering three hundred fifty thousand. If you can go to four hundred, you got him. I just can't yeah. see Coach Saban. I think Coach Saban get up and walk out the door. Uh, well, I don't think anybody say it. Start with you. Don't think a uh, a street agent would say that. They'll say it, but they won't say it to him directly. Well, yeah. Well, they'll let him. He'll know it, but that without somebody telling. And him. so, if <laughs> if one of the assistants walked in, Dad and Tom, and said, "Look." This is the problem. In order to get this kid, we got to go up a little bit. What do you want to do? I just uh, you go into coach and you just simply say, "Look, I want not I don't think you go to coach. You go to whoever's in charge of the money. How are our collectives? All right, well, I need some collectives for a certain kid. That's what you. But do. I just don't think coach wants to give it to him on the front end like that. Do you, Tom? No, uh, I think that uh, that that's my point, or, or that's my thought is that it's the opposite of everything. You know, he's always, you know, uh, even down to pr- how you perform in practice determines whether or not you'll get into the game or not that week. And, uh, you know, everything's about earning and uh, development and things like that, and it's, that's not going to happen anymore. Uh, well, uh, there's so much behind-the-scenes stuff that y'all don't realize. It, it comes down to oh, sure. coach, coach no, he knows it, but he doesn't know it. 
does that make sense? I understand knows, that, but he knows I just, it, but he doesn't know it. I, I believe that, yeah. Coach. I, I think that uh, you know through the years, I'm sure you have seen situations where you uh, you or others would ask somebody about something, they go, "You don't need to know about that." You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Sure. And that's what happened. Uh, and and sometimes they know it, but they act like they don't know it. And the assistants, i.e. Arizona, they dive on the sword for the head coach. I thought about that when yeah. you brought that up. Yeah. I see it. And, uh, but, yeah, I, I think that this is the one thing I can see where he doesn't look at it as a challenge to somebody of his uh, accomplishment, integrity, and character. Uh the, the environment of football I'm talking about, football, will, he will not view it as a challenge any more than juggling numbers around or something like that. that. That's not the challenge that he's looking for. And I think, I really believe this will drive him out of the sport. I do too. Um, do you think my idea of having some popular former players speak to the guys right after the season when they're contemplating the uh, Portland all about how much it means to have that ring, how much it means to uh, play for Alabama, to try to get them to maybe rethink that portal stuff. Is that is that something that's worthy of doing? Oh, yeah, it's worthy of doing. But here's what where, where I come down or as I see it. People, uh, and I read an article after one of the elections, not the last one, but one before that, that people want stuff. They want more stuff. And, uh, you know what, the, the dollar is uh, the vehicle for you to get more stuff. And uh, th- those are the kind of things you're battling now. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't care. You know, I, I don't think anybody can say anything that changes that mindset. Yeah, yeah it's tough. It's uh, it's tough out there. We'll see if he can adjust. Everybody Thanks. says it. That- Thank, thank you, Tom. Everybody says he always adjusts and he always figures it out. And um, we'll see if he, if he if he does. All right. Uh, how do you want to handle this blue plate today? Well, you think this is the day for it? <laughs> well, I mean, if you got a game over the weekend, uh, obviously there will be an opportunity. I can, go, I can go on with the blue. I, I was thinking about doing a blue plate and then doing another game. I thought it was important, and if I got it, but count. I'm nine five and one according to me, and uh, I just thought maybe I'd pick a second game, and if I hit it, I count for me. If I missed it, it wouldn't count against me. <laughs> I tell you what, you do. You pick it, and then you count it however you want it. How about okay. that, Jeff? You're going to do okay, that. You're going to do that. Blue, my blue. You're going to do that anyway, so it doesn't okay. matter. Well, nine five and one is not bad. No, it's good record. Good record. Excellent. Okay, record. okay. I'm going to take Utah. It's the blue plate. Uh, I know they've got their biggest lineman out. The big Utah plays so hard and wants it so bad and so thrilled to be there. It got good people, well coached. Uh, they give uh, they give two and a half. That to give Penn State two and a half. So we're less than the field goal. I'm going to take Utah as a blue plate. Another when, game. When, when is that game? January first. Oh well, I was talking about a game this weekend. Oh, this, this week. You I got didn't. you got all right. You got Miami UAB. You got San Antonio yeah. Troy. You got then you got the games tomorrow. I mean, you can do the uh, other blue play okay. next week. 
exactly. Let me go back to that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what y'all wanted. Um, Coach, while you study that, you want to hear a couple clips from Nate Oates? Yeah, let's hear Nate and sure. study a little bit. Coach, getting ready for Gonzaga. Uh, tomorrow, big game in Birmingham. I'm going to be coaching a five- and six-year-old game at noon, so you guys will be watching Gonzaga at Alabama. I'll be watching the Sanderson Jags uh, play tomorrow at 12, so uh, I'll probably be able to catch the same. Let's, let's hear what Coach had to say. This is his opening statement yesterday, previewing the Gonzaga game. Matchup with you guys, strengths and strengths, weaknesses. What do you, you know, how do you assess that that matchup with Gonzaga? Yeah, so I think that their their strength is Drew Temme, okay, but they've also added shooting around him. You know, like Hickman, Bolton, Strother can all make threes at a high clip. I mean, they're all two of them are over forty percent, one's mid thirties. So they've got shooting to go with them. Uh, I think we're a little deeper, although that gets. You know, without Namari and Dom still not being here, that that it's not as big a strength as maybe what it would have been before Namari went out. Um, you know, I don't want to say one's got a better front court, back court, because they they got Timmy's obviously like national player of the year candidate. So, you know, you'd probably give them the nod in the front court. But I, I like our our depth and versatility and. What we have on both sides of the ball in the front court. You know, we may not have a a score at Timmy's level in the front court, but we got good defensive front court that'll get tested by Timmy. I do think we got a little bit more depth in the back court. Uh, you know, we need them all to play well. So, you know, if they're not all playing well, then the depth doesn't mean as much because you you know you play the guys that are playing well. So, but I I, I mean. We're, we're a little bit better defensive team according to the numbers, and they're a little better offensive team. Like they're one of the best, if not the best, offensive team in the country. So, you know, we, we've got we've got our work cut out on our defensive end for sure uh, in this one. Um, they talked about uh, yesterday. It was her. It was who was the other kid he was talking? About? I didn't understand that. It sounded like Dom Wells. Yeah, he hasn't played all year anyway. So, what's been wrong with him? Calf issue. Yeah, somebody don't need him. Um, just adds another guy that you is got. He a guy that, is he a guy in here transfer from Bonnie or somewhere? Uh, yep. Yes. Yes. All right, we'll go ahead and take this break. We'll let you do a little study in between now and then. Sure. We'll, we'll hard pick some of these games. I'll uh, pick. I'll pick. I'll put. A, I'll put one on you. All what right. Uh, first in Maine condos. I'm looking at the website right now. First in Maine condos. The location in the historic district of downtown Norport, close to uh, downtown Tuscaloosa, right over the bridge, uh, close to the University of Alabama, three-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath. Uh, The direct TV and the Internet are available. Beautiful, uh, beautiful location right there. You can see the river uh, from the balcony. got the security cameras there, a gated community. Do what I did. Get by and see it. Uh, these people are absolutely outstanding. If you tell them you heard it on inside the locker room, you'll get one month free rent. Give them a call today, 205-310-7191, or go to the website, firstinmaincondos.com. It's the Tide 100.9 SE home of Alabama Sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. 
from the University of Alabama. This is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports and it's brought to you by Everwood Treatment Company, the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood, wood treated right. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Head coach Nate Oates previews Saturday's showdown with Gonzaga in Birmingham. Big game, obviously. Uh, Gonzaga's Gonzaga and one of the best programs in the country. Great to be able to get them to come to Birmingham and play us like to get quality opponents for that game in Birmingham. I think this, this quality opponent is you're going to find. Uh, obviously, we went up there last year and played a pretty good game. So, you know, they're going to come down here looking to play a good game. I, I think they're one of two teams in the country play five quad one games. So they played really strong teams. They've had a great schedule. We've had a tough schedule. They, they probably even had a tougher schedule. So we... Um, we're going to have to play well. Uh, last year's game, we played pretty well up there. So I'll have more in a moment. Producing championship quality lumber is not an easy process, but at Everwood Treatment Company, it's our only process. Wood treated right. Everwood is championship quality lumber for decks, outdoor structures, commercial jobs, and more that you can build your reputation on. No rot, no decay, no termites, no problems. Just wood treated right. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. We've got you covered for Alabama men's basketball on Saturday against Gonzaga in the CM Newton Classic in Birmingham. Our radio coverage across the network will begin at 11 a.m. Central, leading you up right to tip-off at noon. For a full listing of our radio affiliates, head to RollTide.com. And don't forget to watch the courtside cam on our Crimson Tide Sports Network social media outlets. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Everwood. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we have a car-train collision. This is on Harper Road near 5th Street in Northport. Officers are on the scene. No word yet on injuries. Here's a Christmas special for you from Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off every in-stock Armada, Murano, or Titan. Say ho, ho, gotta go to Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Dash in, wrap up, and save at the JCPenney Super Saturday Sale. This weekend, grab last-minute gifts like Disney toys and brilliant Yes Please diamonds for money. All right, welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. I don't really understand why they have a game at 10.30 in the morning, but whatever. All right, so UAB Miami of Ohio will kick it at 10.30 this morning. Has Troy and this team already played once, Joe? Uh, I'll look. We'll see. I looked at it, and it looked to me like they had. Have they? I'm looking. Like I'm Troy one by three. Troy's schedule here. UT, yeah, they open uh, UTSA. Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. No. Okay. All right. Uh, what you like? I, I don't really know. I, I, <laughs> yeah. uh, we I, won't hold I, this I, one against you. Just people are going to bother me if I don't if you don't pick something. So pick. Pick I'm gonna I'm gonna pick uh, I'm gonna pick UTSA to beat Troy. Uh, UTSA, so you're they're laying the two, two and a half, so you get uh, UTSA minus two and a half. Uh, they're playing that in Orlando. Uh, how about UAB? Uh, Trent Dilfer 
is taking over. I don't. Well, Trent, I'm sure he'll probably be at the game. Gary Harris loves the Trent Dilfer hire. Dad, I know you're got a question mark about it, but uh, I think the guy's got some energy. We'll see what he can do on the recruiting trail there. Uh, how about UAB and Miami? Are they as the interim coach? Has he been told whether he's going to be kept or not? Do we know? Oh, I don't think he's going to be kept. No. Yeah. They already hired an offensive coordinator. And uh, I would doubt very seriously he's an offensive guy, you know, pass guy. I, I would say, I would say he's eighty-eight out the gate. I think I think it's very difficult to to announce that you're a successor before you have to coach the team myself. Yeah, uh, I think it, I just think that's ridiculous. But that's where it happened, and uh, they're at a place that's going to cost you a lot of money to get down there and back, and a lot of money while you're down there. So uh, <laughs> hopefully they made some money. Coach, why are we playing at ten thirty today? Why why are we playing these two these two bowl games at five and seven or at six thirty and eight or something like that? I mean, are they going to say well the NBA? They got the NBA on ESPN tonight or something? I mean, I, I'm sorry, we all love basketball, but come on, it's, it's bowl season. It's I don't understand. It's ridiculous. ESPN. I'm about sick of them. Do be better. That's that's a, that's a fail. That's a fail for the Blazers. That's a fail for the Troy Trojans. Uh, th- th- those boys deserve to have uh, full eyes on, on their games uh, today. ESPN's a joke right now. It's woke. Uh, just a joke. Um, anyway, so tomorrow, uh, that's Cincinnati-Louisville. Who has an advantage there? Uh, I thought I thought Matt was going to pick Louisville in that game for some reason. I don't know why. That, that's a mess-up deal. Cincinnati coach is going to Wisconsin. Is that correct? Yes. And, Louisville coach is going to Cincinnati. Yeah, uh, a little bit more money. Um, I wouldn't. Know, I guess I'd have picked Cincinnati in that game. I don't know. I, that's too hard to pick. I don't. That's a big mess. So the bowls are, are kind of a you know transfer portal has been bad enough, and it's going to make it worse. You know this deal and now you know playing it. This start is just a separate. Our teams decided that they had players that weren't going to play in the bowl at all for a particular reason. The NFL or afraid they get hurt about this or that. And it's just, it's really snowballed. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, it's not good. Transfer portal, uh, guys opting out. Um, the bowls are just not what they used to be. Um, but people still watch them. Obviously, I don't know where all this money comes from. But uh, anyway. All right. That's it for today's show. We'll get out of the way. We'll make way. For the Gary Harris Show, we got to get home and get ready to watch uh, UAB in Miami of Ohio at uh, 10.30. So uh, from Joe Gaither to Dad and I, we appreciate uh, you guys listening all week. We'll be back with you bright and early on Monday morning at 7 a.m. The Gary Harris Show is next. You're Mr. Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports.